I was thinking to myself, I said to myself earlier, I can't believe that cloning worked. Don't put that in. Okay. So um, I know I'm putting it in. I, I, the thing is like, I want to be, I, I we're trying to have honest conversations and yeah, I just want people yeah. to know what I'm dealing with because while it, while I love that people are like, Kim is a little punchy with Dan. Like, it's not like it's coming out of nowhere and you don't deserve no, it. No, it is. No, I don't deserve it. <laughs> That's how you started the show. I, uh, I, my, my beautiful bride. Some some days wants to do terrible things to me because of my jokes constantly. And then the other day I was walking with my mom uh, at an event and there was a display of fall memorabilia, fall decor, whatever, including pumpkins. And I said to her loud enough for everyone around us to hear me. I said, isn't this the most gorgeous time of year? And she just went, oh, Daniel. (laughs) <laughs> and so it's not just my wife or you it's everyone so um i like to just spread the love yeah well congratulations oh, uh, congratulations to all of us <laughs> uh, congratulations for me for surviving it because somebody, congratulations gonna, to us for surviving it well that too uh so listen i was chatting with a friend of mine the other day mm-hmm. and having a brag? really interest <laughs> i have one friend it's fine uh we had a very interesting discussion and like, uh, and so I, I messaged you earlier and said, Hey, let's talk about this. And then I got to thinking too, like, I want to be really careful because um, I respect this friend of mine very much. And, and I don't want to come off as, as complaining. Um, so hopefully this, we can capture this because I really appreciate this friend of mine's uh, challenging of me. Bob challenges me, but well, we, we got into this discussion about all kinds of stuff. and we both got very passionate and he kept kind of talking over me and saying, well, but no, this and, and blah, blah, blah. And he would go from like talking societal and big picture to saying, well, but I'm not that way or whatever, or whatever the case was. And I said, well, okay, but this isn't the, the, the Bob show. This is society. So you can't talk about the societal problems and then say, but I'm not that way because guess what? We're not talking about just you, man. Like we're talking about everything. And so we just got really passionate. And at one point I said, but you're not listening to me. You keep talking over me and shutting me down. And when I start to give an opinion, you just shut me down. And he stopped. He goes, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I really respect where you're coming from. And I want to hear what you're, what you had to say. So I'm going to, I'm going to work on that right now. So thank you. And we just got really passionate. We got fired up and we got arguing with each other. And then we brought it back to certain things. We agreed on so many things and it was just really cool. So that's where all this started from was like, even though there were some things that didn't agree with him on, and at a very deep, deep and passionate level, I didn't agree with him on. I was able to put some of that aside and and th- think through it with him and and all that. So that was the that was the thing because our show, we started it thinking we wanted to be able to bring that to people and say you can have discussions and debates with people and get passionate and still maintain a friendship and walk away in love. And when I walked away from from Bob's house that that night, I walked away with the respect. And even if I don't agree with everything, like dude, I get it. And I appreciate him as, as a friend. Um, so that's where that came from. But I want to know your thought on echo chambers. I guess that's, that's where I wanted to come from is how do we, what the, what, what? This is the that, longest episode intro that's ever happened. Wait, we have an intro? Show. We have an intro? I thought we gave um, intros up a long time ago. We just start talking. 
Right. Yeah. Right. I loved it. Listen, there's so, just a lot happening right now. <laughs> I know. Well, I, this is this is what happens when we just say, uh, let's just grab a conversation and be informal, right? Yeah. Well, because you're you're texting me this morning as we were planning on what time to record and all that. You said, um, thought an informal conversation on echo echo chambers, expanding your perspective, having debates. Which my first thought, my response back to you was like, oh, I'm interested to hear what more about that, because I feel like that is like you just said, the purpose of what we wanted this show to be. The tricky thing is that I think that you and I don't really we can and often have gotten riled up about things. But I think right now we are in agreement a lot with a lot of stuff. So it's you and I are not. um debating a ton, maybe nuance, a little bit of nuance here and there. Um, but I, and yeah, I don't know. The tricky thing about an echo chamber is like, it sure is comfortable in there. So right. why would anybody want to leave? Well, and, and how, and so my, my question to you, like, how do you define echo chamber? I don't believe I'm in an echo chamber. I believe I have a diverse v- network of voices around me from which I pull but then I got to thinking about it. Like, am I listening to conservative voices really right now? I, I'm kind of not because I've been burned by them in the last couple of years. Yeah. And so like, am I creating a progressive echo chamber on myself? Is that really um, an echo chamber? Is that just expanding? Like I just, what is an echo chamber? I think it depends. Like you, you do have a pretty, I think a, a fairly diverse network of um, thoughts because you're, you know, active on social media um especially with you know facebook and everything and and you engage in conversation there um but i think regardless of whether it's in person or online or anything like that it really comes down to are you like you just said taking in what they're saying just because you're allowing somebody to tell you something if you're not taking it in i don't think that that would necessarily count i mean i'll be totally like i know i'm in an echo chamber for sure but part of it is one i'm not active on facebook so i but i'm very active on twitter but all the people that i follow are like-minded and then the stuff that gets shown to me is also like-minded so then you kind of get forced like pigeonholed into a little bit of an echo chamber um, and I live in a pretty progressive city mm-hmm. and my friends are very progressive. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, does that concern you at all? No, because we're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I try and um, listen if other people are, are tossing out ideas that are different than mine. It's interesting to hear and, and listen and um, also try very hard to, fight back against the instinct to um, interrupt and tell them what I think. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Just listening to them talk. I don't do that with you, but you know, with other people, I (laughs) I promise I'm better. Um, Meanwhile, meanwhile, you said this is the longest intro ever. You didn't interrupt me. You just let me ramble. So it's okay. I was doing other things. I was making lists lists in my head and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. No, no, Mm -hmm. no, that's not true. Um, So, uh, yeah, it's tricky because we live in this like very 
cool and exciting time where we can be in easy conversation with people all around the world from all different types of backgrounds, all different thought processes, processes. Um, no processes. No. Yeah, I was right. And, uh, for once. For one, finally. Well, broken clock. Um, but, you know, we also live in a time where all the technology that allows us for those connections allows for those connections has um, also like narrowed the conversations that you have and narrowed the connections and, and pushed us into our own echo chambers. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It doesn't make me feel great when I think about being in the echo chamber, but like I said, it's very comfy in there. Everybody <laughs> agrees. <laughs> well, and so my, my fight right now for myself is I don't want to be in echo chamber even if it does feel very right, you know, when we, when I, when I think about a progressive echo chamber, I think about the push for like equality. I think about the push against racism and for anti-racism. I think about, um, the fight for, you know, progressive voting. Like we all should have a vote that, that doesn't, that shouldn't be so progressive, but for some reason it is, um, you know, things like, like we talked about a couple episodes ago about healthcare, you know, I used to kind of fight, not fight against it, but I used, to, I used to at least talk against it. And now it's like, wait, hold on, hold on. I actually think that's a good idea, especially yeah. when you look at the statistics around the world, who has it and who doesn't. And like, but like, can, can we join, can we join the real world, please? Anyway, nah. all these, all these progressive ideas seem pretty common sense to me. Yeah. It's hard for me to look at a different perspective and say, okay, what does the conservative side of things say about these things and why? So here's my, here's my fight is um, fight for myself is where do I find those voices that aren't the, the QAnons, the um, OAN network, the like conspiracy stuff, the, 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 the far alt rights, you know, fascist side of things like where are the moderate conservative voices that I can bring into my life to say, okay, I can't just think about progress. I have to think about other perspectives. And so I'm trying, like, like that's one of the things that I'm working on right now, especially after my conversation with Bob is to say, how am I not becoming an echo chamber in and of, you know, into myself. And, and, and part of it, I think for me, just like to throw it out there is having conversations with somebody like Bob or like my dad and my mom who are, a lot who are definitely conservative. Um, but I don't, I know weird, right. But I don't I think are, are like <laughs> the, the conspiracy alt-right conservatives, you know, they seem to be my, my folks, my parents got vaccinated. My parents wore their masks. My parents know that COVID is real. Like, right. So they're, they're not super conservative, ultra conservative. Um, mm -hmm. But I try to have those conversations with them. And there are times when my dad and I just had to walk away. Like, nope, I can't do this. I can't. Um, it's so tricky because I think we're thinking of two. Maybe we're not thinking of two different things, but I don't know. I think an echo chamber is something to be aware of, to be, con you know, make sure that you know that uh, I, nobody's like so special that they're not in it. Uh, they're never in it. So, you know, it's good to be aware of like where you're getting your information and stuff. But then when you talk about things like um, the right to vote, the right to not go into debt because you broke your leg, the right to 
seek medical attention early on so you can fight disease, <laughs> the right to um, to speak freely, to, to walk through this world without um, being attacked simply by because you're not white or male. Um, all of that is not like some crazy thing and only the, uh, you know, alt left Antifa thinkuses are the ones that uh, believe all these wild ideas. So then it is hard to be like, well, where am I going to? You're asking where the conservative voices are. These ideas are not bad ideas and frankly, not even political ideas. How are we going to pay for it? That's a political idea. Uh, should someone be able to be alive is not a political idea. Should someone be able to cast their ballot because they're an eligible voter? That's not a political idea. Who are you going to vote for? That's political. So when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's the question for me is not where do I find conservative voices that I can have a conversation with? My question is, where are the conservative voices? Where did you guys go? Why can't you be a part of this conversation and enter the real world and admit that we can have like that politics and personal are different? And not everything has to be politicized. I mean, yeah. That, like, that's the thing. That, yeah. Well, I, and, and yeah, I, I fully will admit, like, if you look at my, the people that I surround myself with, um, the social media that I am a part of, the fact that I named my cat after a Supreme Court justice, like, yeah, there's a, the, the echo, she nice. But <laughs> um, those basic, basic thoughts, I don't think are part of the echo chamber. I think it's a part of just uh like caring about other human beings and i don't really think that there's any room for people on the other side to like tell us that we're in an echo chamber for thinking that black people should not be arrested at higher rates black men should not be arrested at higher rates than a white person in this country for the exact same crime and typically actually not a crime at all like that's not a echo chamber thought. That's let's treat human beings like human beings. Oh, well, what was interesting? Oh, I'm awake. So I, <laughs> oh my goodness, that coffee just kicked in. <laughs> Welcome to my America, coffee. baby. <laughs> we gotta forget coffee. We just gotta have some political discussions. Um, so what's interesting is ex what you just said is one of the discussions that we had. We like we we were just kind of talking. Um, you know, Bob and I are really good friends, and we were catching up and just kind of having conversations. And then some of it turned to political and social and whatever. But but we just talked about all kinds of things. One of them was um, something came up about about marijuana and how it's legal now. And, um, you know, he he at one point tried an edible because he was having trouble sleeping. He's like, it didn't work for me. Like, all right, cool. But isn't that isn't that great that you can at least try it? Yep. And he's like, I've always thought that it should be. I don't, I don't know if he said it, he thought it should always be legal, but whatever it was, he's like, I don't have any problem with it being legal. And I said, but now the problem is all the people that are in jail or prison because of marijuana charges need to be released and the records expunged and they need to be free and clear of felonies. And like, he was like, Oh yeah, of course. Really? Like we agree on this. I was a little bit surprised because as someone who typically is very conservative, mm -hmm. he was like, well, yeah, of course. And for those who got hit with trafficking charges because they had a little bit more than others, that should be gone. That shouldn't be a, a thing. You, you don't traffic marijuana. It's just grown. Like this isn't Okay. And I said, and, and isn't it interesting that most of those people are not white? And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they were targeted because of, because of the color of their skin. I was like, dude, 
why aren't you talking about this more and 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 adding your voice to this progressive side of things because you're a conservative you're a republican you are this voice that could speak for like like that to me is what creates an echo chamber is that people like bob aren't speaking up and saying yeah this needs to happen now he's also pretty a very private person mm-hmm. he doesn't speak out on social media like you and i do like he just that's just not who he is okay i just wish that his voice would be added to it because that i think would take away part of the echo chamber feel i could say look here's somebody who does vote differently than me who does feel differently on some things than i do and we agree on some of these social things that yeah, this is what's right and fair. And you're adding your voice so that it doesn't feel so politicized. Yeah. I guess that's where I'm coming from now as we talked about, talked that through. So, yeah, and I agree. And we've talked about this before. It's like, on the one hand, everyone is entitled to their privacy, their privacy of thoughts, their privacy of beliefs, all that kind of stuff. On the other hand, um, it sure must be nice to not have to speak out for the most basic of rights. It it must be nice that that you are not having to do that. Yep. It's funny. To not I, have I, to march would be such a treat. <laughs> I was channeling, I was channeling my inner Kim because as we were talking, um, he said something about, you know, privilege and how, you know, what, what so often happens in conversations with other white individuals. Um, I don't believe in white privilege. I just believe that we all have, you know, this, this thing. And I, I, I didn't get anything special. And I was like, well, hold on, hold on. From the founding of this country, people like you and I have had the run of the mill. We have had the run of the country, white European men came in and had no problem just taking over. Since then, every other person has had to fight for their right to vote, to own property, to not be owned as human beings, like all these things that's privilege. And so I, I, I channel my inner Kim. Thank you. So proud of you. you go. I know. Right. But that's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess that's my, my, my plea to those listening who consider themselves moderate, even conservative. If the things that we are talking about do move you a little bit, add your voice to these conversations because sitting back and saying, well, yeah, I believe that, but it's not really my problem. Like, no, it is. It is your yeah. problem because society is built by all of us and it is our problem. And whether it's, you know, the, the right to bodily autonomy, don't make me get a vaccine, but by the way, I'm going to outlaw abortion. <laughs> like, you know, those, yeah. those kinds of conversations are happening. And, and look, I get that it's messy. I get that it's complicated. I get there's so many people who who believe what I just said. I'm not dismissing you. I believe that you believe that you're fighting for the unborn. I I know that your heart breaks for those abortions that happen. So so do mine. So so does so does yours, Kim. I know that. And also, it's still talking about bodily autonomy and health for the women who are carrying those those children. Like we, like if you don't want to be told what to do with your body. You really can't tell people what to do with their body. Like that's just, that just seems fair. And if that moves you a little bit, speak up. You don't have to have the answers and be perfect. It can be a little bit messy. I don't want vaccine mandates. I'm not saying that. And also like we have to talk about how the health of others, like this has to be 
a both, I, I think. You I'm know? fine I with mean, vaccine mandates, <laughs> to be honest. I'm getting really fucking sick and tired so, of this. I'm tired of wearing a mask. I'm tired of like over my dead body. Yeah, man. If you don't get a vaccine, probably. I'm tired. I'm really tired of it. Like uh, yeah. you, I, we're not going to have a vaccine mandate. How'd you go to school? <laughs> you had to get vaccines to go to school. If you truly have a medical exemption, then that's fine. Then we can figure out a solution for that. But by the way, if you have a medical exemption, you should want other people to get the vaccine because you, your vaccine is a little bit for you and mostly for other people. So if we're going to live in a society where we all have to be a part of it, we all have to interact, get your vaccine or move to Montana. There's like seven people there. And you know what? Montana's beautiful. You should be so lucky. Um, mm-hmm. um, but it's, you know, actually, like 13 it's square miles per person. That's beautiful though. I could use, that's fine. I'll go there. Um, but I, you, uh, I know I, you just threw up vaccine mandate as kind of just like an aside, but I just want to be clear about where I stand on them right now. Like 700,000 people in America are dead. It's just like the flu. Fuck off. It's not just like the flu. Right. Right. Agreed on all that. Um, I but I also like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all of that. And, and I also like, and maybe this, maybe this should be a, a, a researched episode vaccine mandate. Yes or no. You yeah. know, I, I like there's my opinion. There's no binary answer to the government's involvement in our lives. There's a whole lot of, messiness as to whether they should be involved or not. There are mm-hmm. times when they should and they, well, times when they shouldn't. And sometimes those times intersect, right? Yeah. Like we, we don't, we don't want the government saying what women should do and not do with their bodies. Uh, agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that the government should also tell me what to do with a needle and a, a, a vaccine that was made in a free market capitalist economy by a company that for the most part I trust, but not always. Cause like, there's a whole lot of messiness there, right? Pharma as an industry isn't out to kill us. They're also out to make money, which means sometimes they cut corners and sometimes they pay off the FDA and, and shit gets done behind the scenes that I don't always agree with. So like, it's yeah, messy. But it's look not how many easy. people have taken the vaccine so far. Oh, I know full, like, like full disclosure. It's safe. Okay. I mean, I, I believe I was vaccinated. I believe it. I think everybody should get it. Okay. And also it's, it's not an easy, it's a, it's a little bit messy. It's a little bit complex. I'm willing to admit that it is for some people, it is, it is a complex situation. It's maybe it is harder for some people to agree to the vaccine than others. That is, that's everyone's own personal beliefs. That's fine. It was not hard for me. That does not mean that it's not hard for somebody else. My thought process for luckily for the world, my thought process is my own and not everybody else's. Um, We can all um, take a sigh of relief there. But on the other hand, um, a lot of things are emotionally difficult that we have to do anyway. We could do hard things. Oh, wait, that's a whole different podcast. That's I'm the podcast st- that I told steal. you about. I know. And <laughs> I ignored not, you for a while. I know. Whatever, whatever. But but it is messy, right? <laughs> I mean, it is messy. And like, you know, it, it gets into these big picture. Like we're, we're going to get off on a huge tangent here because it gets so big picture. Mm-hmm. We We operate in a pretty capitalist economy in a democratic Republic where we have a voice. Some of us, some of us don't, most of us do whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's, 
and and also in this in this mostly capitalist economy, we do have social programs. And most of us really enjoy it. I like driving on roads. So I want my government to take care of roads. Seems pretty socialist, though. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I want to follow laws so other people follow them, too, and stop at a stop sign and drive at the speed limit. Seems pretty socialist, though, because I don't want the government telling me what to do. <laughs> I don't want people you, to drive at the speed limit. Just drive, drive a reasonable speed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I live in L.A. Drive a reasonable speed. Mm-hmm. Don't go 65 well, on the freeway when everyone else is going 75. Well, I mean, yeah, then you should up the speed limit. But anyway. Yeah, I agree. Things change. Things change. <laughs> um, you know, there's the speed limit in, in the UP in Michigan, Upper Peninsula of Michigan is 75. No, 70, 70. I'm just like state roads. Like not even a freeway. That's so scary. Like you can go fast. Anyway, oh, I think it's 70, 65, whatever. Anyway, it's faster than like Get your story normal. straight. I don't have, I can't. <laughs> I am not a journalist, so no. Anyway, like there's just, there's just so much, right? We, we, capitalism means businesses can do what they want, but we have to have regulations, right? Yeah. And we know that there is corporate greed that happens. We know yes. that there are bad things that happen, that deals get made because somebody got paid off. Right. And, and the government is not immune to that. The FDA has said that certain things are safe because a lobbyist paid them to make them make it safe. Like we know these things happen. So I understand vaccine hesitancy. I get it. I was hesitant. I also understand that the research was done over the last 20 years, not the last two. Mm-hmm. It's been a long yeah. time coming. Yeah. And so paperwork maybe got pushed through a little bit faster because guess what? It's a pandemic and people are fucking dying. And so, yes, it also is a pandemic that is affecting more than majority homosexuals, which is why this vaccine, which was developed 20 years ago, has still not been pushed through to fight HIV and AIDS. I mean, that's yeah, that's uh, that that's an echo chamber right there. (laughs) And also true and also true. But let's be honest. Let's be honest about where this why would this vaccine has been developed for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I get, I get that it's, that it's messy. I do. But People have to spend time around me. That sucks for them. Imagine just being like, Oh, um, we work together. The day this goes live is the day that you've come to Michigan for a family <laughs> thing. And I'm actually, I can't wait to spend time with you, but other people I do feel sorry for. I really do. Me too. I I really do too. Oh. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I mean, I'm glad we had we had an an informal episode because I I like talking with my friend Bob. Really gave me perspective of like I want to make sure that I'm not being an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. On we can do hard things. Glennon was talking about parenting, and if you're doing parenting right or not, and all these different ways to do parenting and stuff. And she said. Basically, if you if you wonder if you're a good parent and you're working to be a better parent, don't be afraid because you're doing the work, which means you're a good parent. And I feel like that's the same thing with this is like, I want to make sure I'm not in an echo chamber. I, I seek out different perspectives. I try to listen to the ones I don't agree with. So I know that I'm not perfect because none of us are. But I know that I'm, I mean, except for Kim, of course. I, I didn't know even that I'm not, say anything that time, but I was no, that, thinking that. I, could, I, I could see it in your, in your eyes. <laughs> But like, I know that I'm doing the work. I know that I'm continuing to make sure. 
And even if I, even if I'm accused by someone and I wasn't accused by Bob did not accuse me of this, but even if someone accuses me of being in an echo chamber and being too progressive and being this and being, you've changed like, sure. But guess what? We all change. I didn't used to have gray hair. I mean, Chrome in my beard because bikers had Chrome. Cause anyway, um, I didn't used to have gray, like, you know, I, I change it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I like to think that I am continuing to surround myself with not an echo chamber, um, even if sometimes I do get into it. So I guess that's my my thought. But my my plea is again, have a voice mm-hmm. without being an asshole. Yeah. I yeah. I will say this one 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 of our our, our occasional listeners. Hopefully she's still listening. Um, Lauren uh, is a friend of mine and brings an amazing perspective to my life. And is pretty conservative, but has some progressive conservative values and struggles with a lot of this. Like, doesn't just have the answers. She appreciates being challenged and being able to have a voice and talk about it and also has a very, very deep, strong faith and, and cares deeply for other humans and loves people. And I, and I love her heart. And, and, I'm, and I'm so grateful that she's able to have these conversations with people and challenge them and and so I do have people in my life that bring a conservative perspective that do challenge me. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. But then there's, there are those who had that conservative value who then say, well, yeah, but Biden's just a puppet being controlled by the cabal of pedophiles. And, the, and I'm like, okay, stop. But that's Good next word. episode. That's, that's QAnon. That's next episode. That's, yeah. We'll talk about that. Come back yeah. to that one. Cause yeah. Anyway. Yeah. How do we fix, I, how do we fix echo chambers? Kim, what do you do? Sorry, I don't know. I didn't do anything good in this episode. I want to apologize for to everybody um, who listened. To everybody who has to work with me. Um, obviously, they don't listen. But uh, just in general, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything to help. But I, I do think it's important um, that we are honest with ourselves about the information that we're taking in and the the biases that we have and the biases that we um, need to own. Um, and you know, do your best to, once you can recognize that, do your best to expand your views, I guess, or, or knowledge at least of, of what you're thinking about. Um, and don't be afraid to have polite conversation, but also don't be afraid to push back. Um, and like, don't be afraid to remember that your conversation about, let's just say voting rights because that's, you know, we're all so screwed. Um, um, you can have conversations about differing ideas, but there are, we have to remember, there are still core tenets that I don't know, like, don't be afraid to stick up for. Even if you're having a conversation and trying to have like an, a level headed debate, don't feel like if, part of having that level-headed debate is that you have to give on everything. There are certain things that we do not need to give on. Mm-hmm. How are we going to pay for things? That's a political conversation. Who mm-hmm. has the right to vote? That was already, that has, that was supposed to have been already decided. Mm-hmm. Voting rights is not, that's political. That's stupidly political. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we have to like conversations have to include like, I don't know, maybe you're right. Maybe we shouldn't let ladies vote. They get distracted. We do. <laughs> Oh, I have so many smart ass things to say about that, but I'm not going say to because I don't want to say I, it. No, no, because I don't I don't ever want to be construed as misogynist or like <laughs> we're, we're gonna let that one go. Cause I can yeah. I can make jokes, but in all reality, like no. Anyway, we <laughs> are equal hearts. partners in all of this. We are equal partners in all of this, and we need to 
women deserve to be paid just as much as men deserve to have just the same opportunities. I don't understand why anyone would ever say to a woman, Oh, you're going to have a kid. Well, how are you going to work? Well, you, you, do you ever ask a man that? No, stop it. Anyway, I'm, I'm not only we didn't, becoming vote, progressive, we didn't elect Larry elder here in California. So he doesn't get to ask the stupid ass questions. Well, <laughs> I am, I am not only becoming more and more progressive as I go, but more and more feminist as I go. And I don't know if that's a scary Good. thing or not. So it, it, no, anyway. it's not scary it's not no scary. i mean not for me no i, mean, I know it's the, not but people are like oh for the feminist, he's really feminist go, now we don't want him go I, we don't want him go away we don't but no we need every single person and you have the privileges to spend we need you in this yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway so there you go there there you go build your build your non-echo chamber by listening to others um what are you what are you going to do to make sure that you're not in totally in an echo chamber you're talking to Nothing. me? You just don't care? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm too old. I'm set in my ways. I'm not going to change. Too old? Wait. Aren't you like 27? <laughs> I'm not 27. I'm 23. <laughs> don't don't age me up, please. Okay. Um, okay. What am I going to do? I, uh, you know, I try and take in books by authors that don't look like me, that have different life experiences than me. I try and take in... Um, historical books also true history books so i can uh, learn about our pasts um to figure out kind of where we came from in this situation and try and um read articles i wouldn't normally read well there you go try to try to expand a little bit try to listen um i love the idea of debating and and being able to to have the feelings and to have the ideas without shutting someone down and calling them stupid um yeah I love all that. So, so Bob, if you're listening, um, if you know who you are, thank you for that. And for challenging me, um, and allowing me to have a voice in your life too. So, uh, there you go. We solved echo chambers. Done. Check that off cool. the list. Save the world. Uh, <laughs> follow along at, uh, at my America pod on social and tell us how to, you're fixing your echo chamber. Uh, and I'm at Dan Moyle on the socials. Right. And I'm at, wow, man, that coffee, I had it earlier but like you can definitely tell in the middle stopped. of the episode it came in <laughs> that's a that's a whole handle you can also just search for at kim off and a whole handle will pop up awesome there's my america go to uh the storytellers network.com slash my america for past episodes uh leave us a review on your podcast player uh, of choice and follow on social media hit us up tell us what you think and uh yeah we'll, we'll bring some some other voices to the show kim i appreciate you being my partner and my challenge because you are challenging <laughs> You're welcome, 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 welcome.